0: Number two, huh?
1: Yes, <laughs> I think. Okay, yeah, I pre- I'm glad I we're all. Sometimes I get really embarrassed because I'm like, for being an online platform, you think that I was <laughs> yeah.
0: more tech organized? Absolutely dude, I, have, not. I have a hell of a time too, dude. I think it's just. I think it's just in, in the nature of tech. It just comes with the territory. I feel like it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. I feel like. For sure. Yeah, it's like the greatest. Like the internet and the computer is the greatest thing. But man, when it doesn't work, oh my lord, my anger level goes to the roof. I mean,
1: you get so frustrated, and you're Like I'm over this. You know, I get yep. this, but it's currently inconvenient, inconveniently,
0: <laughs> and uh, I don't like it for sure. For sure, I feel you. I'm right there with you, man. Cool. Uh, today we are joined by uh, Julian Alcaraz. The uh, he's a CrossFit Games athlete and uh, creator and founder of Street Parking. And this is a uh, number two. So I appreciate uh, Julian's time. He's a uh, he's a swell fella for taking a taking another stab at this crack for for the uh, for the Tickle Time podcast. Appreciate it, man yeah no problem and just to be clear co-founder of street parking I get,
1: yeah that's true true that you know the wife
0: so true Bad, true bad i was a, gonna dig you a hole already huh i'm already gonna dig, dig a hole for yeah. it. okay i've learned um, I'm
1: learning for the past <laughs> that's true good
0: point dude yeah um i can't be the first to say this but how in the heck do you strike the exact same pose every time you take a photo
1: <laughs> oh you know I, I sometimes i wonder myself too i think it's just like unlock at this point you know you got to yeah. keep in mind the history of the look it's like there was there was uh there was my acting phases there was the uh-huh. red puppets, there was like the that whole mm. thing so at this point it's just kind of like you know it takes ten thousand hours to master something I, i've at least mastered the look at this point it's
0: just like oh it's it's solid Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a little, it's kind of like a, it's like a suave Zoolander kind of thing. The only thing Rossos.
1: that changes is just like the puffiness under my eyes, depending <laughs> on like, my schedule. But other than that, the rest of it, the, the beard does help a lot as well to keep um, the uh, consistency mm-hmm, across mm-hmm. the years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh, yeah, for sure.
0: How long have you had the beard?
1: It's been a while now, for sure. I, um, It's a little creepy when I shave. Um it's, maybe, yeah, that's a, it's, maybe
0: that's a better question. When's the last time you shaved?
1: I actually shaved and it was on accident during COVID when everything shut oh. down and all my hair, so the the, the barbershops, it was
0: just yeah, yeah. an
1: awkward phase. And then I attempted uh-huh. to cut my own hair and I was just getting overwhelmed. So I was just like, ah, and then I just went too short on the beard. And I was like, I, I can't do this. I just got to shave it at this point. Mm.
0: <laughs> um, as a, uh, I've been following your Instagram for a long time and I, I really enjoy your like wise philosophical type posts, and even when like when I hear you talk, you have a very calming demeanor about you. And so I was just curious how um, how your wife, how Miranda, um, you know, goes each day, just being involved around someone who's so wise and all knowing.
1: No, you know, it comes with a terror. You know, obviously the wisest, or I guess this. Thank you for um, telling me that. And it just when people have that kind of energy, they just have seen some shit, and they've gone. <laughs> I mean, so it's like uh-huh. lots of mistakes lots mm-hmm, of uh, mm-hmm. where things don't really phase you as much anymore it's like if something yep. happens you're like
0: sure yep. you gotta just roll oh. the punches yeah
1: and then um on top of that having three boys for sure um that has so many learning lessons on its own
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: so yeah I mean, and then on top of that too just this amount of stuff that we've seen the growth it, it's a confidence that you start gaining mm-hmm. as you want this the amount of struggles and and uh, obstacles you have to overcome with running a business like street parking for sure where it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: dealing with over thirty five thousand members and going through a lot of uh difficult moments that are very divisive within the world especially during like 2020 2021 i mean just the last three four years for sure you know um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so y- you go through a lot and, and you take that opportunity to just kind of grow and uh, and you could either let, let it crumble you or um, the humor in it and you're just like you know i'm not going to let it ruin my life i'm just going to continue enjoying because life's good i'm going to continue enjoying my life mm-hmm. and you're right i was doing there was a phase where i was po- uh, posting those kinds of posts but then like mm-hmm. i struggle with social media sometimes with like um feeling like i'm being cheesy i'm kind of more of the kind of individual where it's like if you follow my journey you'll see what i'm trying to say mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I, because everybody seems to be saying the same thing because ultimately <laughs> it is and i've learned that words are just words like it what ma- means the most is actions right and so and that might not be the most boring and that it might not get the most subscribers and followers but the thing is like um like you've you've followed me for a long time you've seen my journey um, Instagram nowadays is like people's resume. Um, so, um, I know what I'm capable of. I know what I have under my belt and I just try to be, I share it as best I can without being over the top about it.
0: But. Mm-hmm. No, I love it. I think it comes off pretty genuine. It doesn't, I, I know what you're saying though, you you, when you, in the moment, you're like, yeah, this, this definitely feels genuine. But then, like, as a process, you're posting, you're like, ah, people are going to interpret this either one way or, or, or you know, one way or the next. It's like, and so, it's, uh, it's, I can see that. But um, I, I, like I said, I do appreciate, I do appreciate, and I think it comes also with this age too. The older I get, like, I do appreciate that kind of content because I'm so tired of seeing like negative stuff on social media, where it's just like yeah. negative or bad stories or just like starting drama or anger or argument. So when I see, even if it's like. You know, even if it's not 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 saying this, just hypothetical, even if someone's doing it and it's not genuine, I still appreciate it because at least it's a change up of like some positive energy and some good vibes as opposed to just.
1: You know, uh, have you watched the little street parking episodes that I've been putting together? Mm-hmm, yep, that's, that's been I mean, my, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's been my outlet, like mm, okay, creating funny content. Well, I mean, I, it, yep. depending on the individual whether they find it funny or not. But yeah, <laughs> I've taken my history in like acting and just like. Um, with that dry sarcasm humor, and we've created yep. these street parking episodes that mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. allow members to get to know the behind the scenes, you know, uh, what goes on in street parking and also our staff. And it's actually mm-hmm. made them, it's it's taken a lot of the pressure off of Miranda and myself to feel like we need to be so like the heavy faces of street parking. And it's mm-hmm. given the members an opportunity to latch on to somebody mm-hmm. on the staff that they can relate to oh, that's cool and they mm-hmm. can connect to and, and that way they also feel super included and we wanted to show them that like, you guys are just as much a big part of this as we are you know so mm-hmm. uh, it, it, a lot of those scenarios are things that have really happened in our lives yeah. we've just obviously I found a way to kind of enjoy <laughs> it and have fun with it like that triathlon episode that I dropped uh, recently dude.
0: uh-huh I love that one. That, that episode
1: got shared over a thousand times I was like what is going on here <laughs> Um, I had fun with that one because it's like yeah. honestly how I was really feeling, but obviously just being able to channel the entertainment side of myself—that's uh, why I went to Hollywood. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. That's amazing. It was it was hilarious, and it was like—and for a second I was like, did he really do a sprint triathlon? And but I think you did, right? I think you actually oh, did. Oh, absolutely. Was, did. Yeah. And the okay, problem yeah. is,
1: I I um I completely cramped by the time I got to the run. Both quads cramped on me. And it was so funny because I'm just like, the one thing I absolutely hate about events is like when people are like, <laughs> You got this, you can do this, man. And of I was just yeah. so much that because I was that's me like struggling to walk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah.
1: And um, but it was fun. I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, I'm at the point now where you know, you, you don't take competition seriously anymore. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. how to channel it, which is good. Yep. I think that's very important for new, however Mm -hmm. you know now that for me it's like the boys are watching i love that they have the opportunity to go see me out there to be around the environment to see other kids do these events Mm -hmm. and just uh, creating it part of what our family is all about you know and some of Mm -hmm. our core values which is one of being one of the top of them being um health and fitness right um we are an active family and, and the, the world of health and fitness and like that's very very uh, strong uh, core value of ours
0: do the uh do you get the kiddos uh uh exercising quite a bit in the garage of the guys Working you know a little bit they um
1: <clears throat> they tend to do really well with my mom oh, my nice. mom does parking workouts and they I love joining her and i because i found down how i approach, approach the knocks because you you set a certain expectation and you constantly mm-hmm. have to see how much it impacts them if they're not having fun with it especially at this stage where he's only five years old the last thing you want is for him to resent you for that and then later on like right. sure they're good mm-hmm. happy they're this and that but they don't yeah, yeah. like it so knowing that i am not as silly as my miranda is super fun and silly with them and i love that so i kind uh-huh. of step back and then my mom they just like love going and doing stuff with my mom so i'll just let it happen and i know i've had to constantly remind myself that my time will come as a father figure where that kind of discipline and Mm -hmm. um assertiveness as a male figure is going to make a huge impact on them and letting them enjoy the process with you know my mom and miranda who's also just she knows what she's doing she's also a badass as well and She's someone to look up to. So yeah, I just, uh, it was difficult mm-hmm. at first, but when I've allowed myself to see how much they enjoy and they're having fun, mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, my time will come. There's no, yeah. you know, I'm gonna try to drop my ego and <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah. That was, that was one of the, I, had a, I mean, I have a similar struggles as a dad too. So I'm like, I had, you know, before you have kids, you're like, Oh, I know exactly how I want to parent. I want to do this. I want to do a B and C and D and this is going to fall in line and I'm going to be, I'm going to have it all figured out. And it's just like, that stuff goes all out the window pretty, pretty fast. It it's goes like, out the window so fast yeah. and like uh, there's so Especially, many Oh, sorry. As I was gonna say, especially when you have multiple kids because we, we have two and they're like night and day, totally like, like what works with one kid doesn't work with the other and vice versa. And it's just like unbelievable. Like, how are you guys from the same pa- parents and both live under the same roof and have a completely different personality? it's crazy i mean Knox and
1: banner they 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 are hot and cold right they have their very beautiful moments where they're just getting along so well they're laughing but in mm-hmm. like i'll turn my back and be like everything's fine and then no it's not fine like all of a sudden they're arguing over a toy you, oh, you know yeah. i i come in and vent to my staff who has you know that's farther along the parenting journey than we are I'm like mm-hmm. toys are the biggest leading cause of arguments in sibling relationships they're like yes if you yeah. want to like throw them all away and burn them all. And she's like, we're going outside. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: It's just so, uh, it, it, they want the same things that one another mm-hmm. has. It doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. It's not going it to doesn't. make sense. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, it's part of the, the cycle of life. Like I was the same way with my brother. And mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's,
0: uh, it's wild. Yeah. It's frustrating when logic and like reasoning has no, effect on little kids they're just like i don't know what you're talking about dad i have one track mind that's all i it's the only thing that matters at the moment oh yeah yeah good stuff uh at 2016 2017 i was a proud member of uh street parking and i I I remember that actually yeah yeah i uh i legit loved it i'm not just saying it because you're on the uh you're on the tickle time show but i legit love it i loved it and and i think at the time there was like 400 members i think something like that maybe 500 it was, there wasn't a and So like, there was a small, there was definitely this nice small type of uh, type of community. Um, there was, uh, for, for those who just don't know what street parking is. And I, I, I would just, you have like a little sales pitch of like what it is, what people can expect. The
1: elevator pitch. Absolutely. I yeah, mean, I, yeah, I love the sport. elevator pitch. It's just an online fitness community catered towards people with very limited time space or equipment. You know, that's, uh, that's yep. the elevator pitch yeah, without diving yeah, sure. deep into it. You know, I will say that <clears throat> there's been a lot of people that have been able to kind of put together, you know, I, I, I know for a fact that we've been leading the way when it comes to online, uh, platform, we just kind of started mm-hmm. it so early, there's a lot of people that try to do what we did and they, they, they weren't as successful. And then there's people that naturally that have larger followings that naturally will have people join them just because of who mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're again we're just at a point now with confidence that you know you follow people whose messaging you truly believe and um you know time will tell whether they're they're true to their messaging or not we're just at a point now Miranda and I where we know exactly who we are what we do uh, our experience um and what our messaging is and I think that just came with creating a life uh, a business around our lifestyle and not the other way around and and not around a competitive lifestyle right it just Like we started getting busy. Like we started hitting the next chapter of our lives at the time, which was we were about to become parents. Mm -hmm. Um, We were, um, you know, which makes you think a lot of things like, okay, what is sustainable source of income? Like what is, what makes the most sense? Um, And again, the launch of street parking was just, it was not to be what it is now. It was just to gain a couple hundred members to pay some bills while Miranda was still working for Progenics at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was having, as the business grew, we knew where certain, um growth points were going to be where she dropped her thing I dropped my thing and we fully dove deep into it and it is that leap of faith you're like okay we got to go fully in this is what they talk about all successful people you either take the leap of faith and do what you do um or or you don't and you regret it and we did and it completely paid off um and again I, I we just uh met good people along the way now we have a solid team I mean we have I think was like 50 people I think we have like 50 people on our payroll um mm-hmm. it's just a lot that goes into this platform and I just don't think we'll dive into it they don't understand what goes into creating what it is now you know um mm-hmm. and especially for the long term there's there's one thing where are like all right cool like I want to do this and it's going to pay the bill two three years but then when it, you start seeing that oh this is a legit business we have legit mm-hmm. employees they're relying on our business for their, their future. Um, their living, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of shifts that happened. Um, and it, it's been, it's been uh, great to go through all those phases.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's It's, I'd it's, say it's, it's you're like at an enterprise right now. It's 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 growing to be something kind of remarkable in school. You're saying like, not only have your members growing to, I think he's at 3,500 ish, right? Right around there. Give or take 35,000. Yeah. 35, Oh, 35,000. Holy smokes. Really? Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome, Julian. That's pretty amazing, dude. Congrats, man. That's that's remarkable. It's
1: it's crazy. I mean, it's. I mean, it's it's a worldwide thing, you know. And and, yeah, um, I think the thing for us that makes us feel good is that we had a huge spike, obviously during COVID, and Mm -hmm. that was to be expected. Mm -hmm. A lot of, however, the retention since then has been something that has made us really because one of the things Mm -hmm. that, for us, Miranda and I always talked about how. If it doesn't grow any more than what it is now, we're okay. Sarah and I yeah. have already grown at far exceeded our expectations. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a healthy family, a healthy business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because we face the street partners growing was trying to preserve the culture that you create in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just like any gym, you know, brick and mortar, like that's something that is an obstacle. Can't imagine a Facebook community yeah. where... You know, we really heavily care about it because it helps so mm-hmm. many people. So as it got larger, when we had that huge influx, we had to continuously mm-hmm. remind people of what we're about. Like, Hey, we mm-hmm. don't tolerate this kind of stuff here. You know, mm-hmm. one of the hardest things that has been uh, a challenge for us has been staying very neutral down the middle and people, mm-hmm. we've lost people. Through that. Mm-hmm. However, one of the things for Miranda and I, it's like our mission is health and fitness. It's not anything yep. else. And we always remind people that what you guys use to, how you use our platform to go help dominate your life. We are proud of you for what you guys want to do. And I think that really stood out to us during the most divisive times where we were hearing on both sides of the aisles, where on many events, like you're not doing enough for us. And when we heard that, we're Mm -hmm. like, I'm glad that we're hearing this difficult it was, because that means that we are keeping down the middle um, mm-hmm, for things, mm-hmm. you know, um, we just love people we love our members we, it doesn't matter what they do and, and on their mm-hmm. personal lives you know that's we're not the judges of that uh we're just mm-hmm. here to kind of people the tools that they need to yeah, take to control of their limits.
0: right and to grow to a community of, of that size it's you're obviously doing something right to kids those are i'm sure a lot of those members have been there for you know years and years and years they're not going anywhere you know you're once they're once they're there they're staying and that's That's huge. That's exactly, I mean, that's what grows that culture and grows that that community. Um, It gets hard
1: as you grow, too, because you do lose members that, like, you grew close to, and you're like, oh, man, like,
0: hey, you know,
1: I I get what you're saying. I hear where you're coming from. And I was like, but, Mm -hmm. you know, this is truly, like, our stance on a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, the minute we start doing that, you know, know, you're no longer inclusive. Mm -hmm. You know, we truly can say that we're inclusive and we support everyone. And, um, Mm -hmm. People won't like that, and it's just kind of what um, we always pitch to throw the high, go the high road route. And it's mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, too. One of the things I always remind Miranda because she's has she's got a softer heart than I do when it comes to a lot of tolerating and empathy. And just naturally, women do have mm-hmm. more empathy. Than males yeah. do, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I yeah.
1: said, look, yeah. I was like, you have to remind. Let's remind ourselves of this. If the world burns, it's like what we, if we're not sticking true to our values, we're not going to enjoy what we're doing. Yep. And mm-hmm. we got to make sure that we're constantly enjoying what we're doing. If yeah. not, it's not worth it anymore. And it's so that's helped desperate. us yeah. overcome a lot of um, difficult conversations that we've had with members that felt that we're not doing enough for a lot of their personal beliefs. And, uh, but again, confidently, uh, if the people have been part of street parking, I, mm-hmm. you know, people know where our heart is and it hasn't mm-hmm. shifted
0: yeah no I, I i love that that's what that represents and i know i don't think you guys have like a leaderboard if i'm correct right like on we don't have a leaderboard and
1: obviously that's a you know uh conversation that was had a lot but we prepped a lot of our members that we were going to make that shift and mm-hmm. here's the thing and i and i tell a lot of the competitors that are part of street parking I'm like look i get the benefits of the leaderboard i was a competitor i thrived off of the leaderboard however mm-hmm. when you start truly taking control of your fitness you realize that the only person you're competing against is yourself right because mm-hmm. there's we go through ebbs and flows in our fitness mm-hmm. where like now i'm getting i'm still relatively i'm still young and healthy like that's just at the end of the day i'm still 33. um mm-hmm. however like i go through phases where like i'm not sleeping well because of the boys i mean it's three little young ones that you know and, oh, yeah. and there's still consistency and sleep schedule on top of everything that we have so to place an expectation on myself to compare myself to others that may be in a different part of life than I may be. All it did was all it does is mess with you psychologically. You start, Mm -hmm. you know, taking away like things about yourself that are good. And just, you know, you yeah, it demotivates you. And so you start to be like, no, I don't need this. I'm just going to stay consistent. I'm going to focus on who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to share scores, post them on the page. But I know members have taken it upon themselves to create their own, like, um, they call it the SP wolf pack and uh-huh. they put together like a bunch of people that want that do yeah. want to show scores. And it's like, Hey, because at the end of the day, all you really need is just a couple people to compare scores with mm-hmm. around your fitness yeah. level. And mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't tracked my, I'm like, I haven't tracked my scores for like years now because I'm kind of like kind of basically what you're saying. That's kind of my mindset. It's like, I, I know like how the effort I'm putting in. And that's all I'm, that's all I'm here to do. And each day is going to be different. Like some days I feel like amazing. Some days I feel like, like ass. And so it's, it's, if you're going to compare yourself on those days, you're not feeling well to the, to the people who are, that's, that's, that's where it's going to start getting in your mind. And if you're, if you're kind of like just doing it for the leaderboard, it's going to like discourage you. And you, and that's not the goal here. The goal is to like what you're saying, maintain a healthy lifestyle, live, live longevity. Um, that's what's important. Not uh you know, not your, not your wad time. That's not the at least that's how yeah. I feel. And that's why, that's why I haven't counted my score or my rep. Like I don't even like when I go and I never, I never enter stuff in Wattify anymore. I haven't done that for years just cause I'm like, eh, I mean, I know, yeah, I know that's where I'm at.
1: Yeah. So for me like that, I, one of my projects I took over the summer was helping my old high school. Um, I redid their weight room completely. And I, and mm-hmm. I uh, gave back to that community just because it, you know, obviously um, there's so much history there. And that was just a big part of my life. And just being able to help out there was, was uh, felt good um so i was there teaching classes there yesterday i, I was helping the pe teacher showing them how i approached the street parking programming in you know groups of 30 you know students and um that's the same speech i gave them especially how the younger generation really needs to hear it right like they, right, right and I, remind them, I was like look there's a time and a place for you if you're a part of athletics that you yes there's a mindset that you do need to adopt in order for you to excel in what you're trying to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. however for the, most of us that aren't going to go that route you need to understand that fitness please stop tying fitness towards weight loss or the concepts mm-hmm. that I need to lose weight so I need to work out it's like look there's cross connections but it goes it, it's very it's more complicated than that I said what you guys need to think about fitness is you guys are strengthening your body for the long term so you are able to constantly do what you want to do in life and you're not deteriorating and have fun with your fitness, stay healthy, Mm -hmm. stay active. So when you have a family or you're going on hikes with friends, you're never feeling like you can't do something because of your fitness. And I, seeing the amount of them just shaking their heads and everything like it, I think it does take someone who's been to a certain level of fitness, like on a professional level And then being stripped of all that and being humbled and reopening their eyes to seeing what is important for life, right? Um, There's a certain mindset that helps from being the professional athlete, going back into the everyday person um, that just helps guide others in their Mm -hmm. journey, for sure. Yeah,
0: 100% agree with that. I I tell my wife all the time, I never want to be able to do something because it's a lack of my... I guess you would say of fitness or my health. I don't want to be like, Oh, I want to do that, but I can't because I'm not healthy enough to do that. I, I never want to be, I'll, I mean, it's probably, I know time's going to catch up to, to me eventually, but postpone sure. that as long as possible, you know, as long as possible, like still be like 60s, 70s and still be able to go for, you know, solid hikes and stuff like that. Or uh, uh, walk around Disneyland all day without feeling like totally sure. wrecked stuff, stuff like that with your family and stuff. That's what, and I think that's what, like we were talking about earlier too, when the, as the older you get, they kind of get those wise you know, you just have different perspective on things. It's like, that's not, we know what things that matter and don't matter. Definitely start teeter totter quite a bit. Yeah. We did a, I did a post on
1: my social media the other day about the the crossover between like why I trained and it it was just a great little nod at how this translates over to this, which is like, Mm -hmm. sled pushes and all that stuff and then holding your kid on the bike or the bear crawls crawling on top of the thing. It's just the Mm -hmm. real application to Mm -hmm. another more in-depth layer of connecting with your children. I think that's extremely Mm -hmm. special because there's a lot of times where I see parents that will hold back their kids because they felt held back. Mm -hmm. They they feel scared. Like, I can't do that. I can't climb Mm -hmm. that. So they tell Mm -hmm. their kids be careful. No, don't go up there. It's like, or the alternative is you go up there and you teach them how to, you know, Mm -hmm. learn how to climb, how to, you know, uh, be have body awareness mm-hmm. and so i just think that it's unfortunate and the people tend to get very defensive when you bring up things like that right, right however right, right. You, mm-hmm. you know you try to just do posts like that that opens your eyes mm-hmm. to say oh mm-hmm. this crosses over to this is why we fitness you know
0: mm-hmm. yep. um, oh, yeah yeah So uh i definitely def- resonate with that my um one of my brothers he's he's a little, a little more overweight. And so there, and we have kids that are similar in age and you can see the different things that, that I do and how I interact and do things with my kids. And then like, he, you know, he doesn't say much, but he can tell he's kind of sitting on the sidelines because he just can't, you know, he can't, can't quite hang and jump around and, you know, be totally athletic when it's, it's, I see it. I don't, you know, it's like, like, he knows. I feel like nothing needs to be said to him personally at the moment, but it's like, he, he knows. And I know that's, I know there's so many people that are like that and like him. And to your point, what you're saying, it's like, they, they hold back. And then and I know, like the kids are like, come on, dad, come on. Like, and he's like, ah, I would love to, but I just can't, you know, I can't do those kind of things, you know, it's kind of stuff. And so um, and so, yeah, that's a bummer. That's what and then those are the kind of things to I want to not ha- not I, I personally don't want to experience and do those, you know, live that kind of a or being you know, inhibited by by my sure. fitness or by my health. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, Good. Um, well, who, yeah, who uh, whose idea was street parking? Was it yours? Miranda's a collab? Mm-hmm so the way it,
1: it was just like a compounding um idea so it it started with like I was starting to work out with my cousins in my driveway and then okay, yeah. you know and that was really fun because I was training for the 2017 games at the time and then I did a whole Instagram page but it just got back to the roots of working out back in your garage in your driveway and you know <coughs> she would visit or I'd visit and then um her and we just work out in those scenarios and she's like hey like we should do um, the subscription plan will call it street parking and it's like, Mm -hmm. great. Um, so it just kind of went from there, you know, um, we just noticed there was a huge response when we'd post very simple workouts that people could do at home with very minimal equipment and they were just effective and then we just shared that. So it just kind of went from there.
0: Uh, and it was founded, what? 2015, 2016, Uh, 2014. We launched in 2017. Okay. 2017. Yeah. And, uh, props to you guys, if I'm not mistaken here, you've never raised your prices. We never raised our prices. We just feel like awesome. uh, it's a good barrier to
1: entry. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, our overhead is very small. So it's allowed us to really invest heavily back into what we're doing. Um, I don't know, obviously it's been a while since you've been a member, but we have, we launched, I feel is a really good successful app. Um, we, from the ground up for mm-hmm. our stuff. Cause there's a lot of people that have apps, but now that when you dive into the whole app world, they develop it and you have to work around what they created. That was the issue with us with Wattify at the mm. time. We kind of outgrew them. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. where we had we learned that we had to truly create something that was catered towards what we did which is extremely Mm -hmm. expensive and it went that route however now we have the flexibility to add to it what we want so we do have a whole dev team um, of individuals um and half of them are street parking members you know so i think it just kind of really um makes it special that they get what we're doing and it's just i mean we're we're kind of leaving breadcrumbs behind just in case like in the future we ever decide to like drop it for affiliates or something where you know that way everything that we've learned and created that has helped build the community now people do that however that's just something that's just that completely out later in the works um but yeah we have our own system set up and everything
0: that's okay that, that's great yeah i think that's when i when i was there i think you guys were still using um... Watify, yeah. uh, the the Fitness Freedom that was that looked like a pretty amazing event. Is, uh, is there plans to do that next year as well or in the future? Uh, yes,
1: I mean we're we having have been having conversations with Dave. Dave's just been a, such a huge supporter of what we've been doing with Street Parking, just because you know one of the things I got brought up heavily at Fitness Freedom, even from him saying that it reminded him of the two thousand eight games. Hmm. Fitness was it was just health and fitness. People to come in from all over just to work out. Mm-hmm. And to hear that from him, that's awesome. So having that, and then he, we left behind those that fitness freedom banners on his barn. He's like, oh, Can I have and uh-huh. like absolutely. And yeah. you could just see he enjoyed it, and just yeah. he saw what we were all about when it came to throwing a big meetup like that. um So it meant a lot to Miranda, just because obviously her history with CrossFit as well. She competed there. Mm-hmm. Uh, even I had there. Uh, Chris, I invited Chris Clever. because She was my training partner back in the day. She said the same thing. Mm-hmm. So hearing those comments being made from people that started from the inception of games, seeing what it meant, like, Oh wow, this feels like what that felt like. And mm-hmm. that that's awesome. And it was a, an amazing event. There was, Dave mm-hmm. gave us creative freedom to do what we wanted. And obviously, you know, we, out of respect to his ranch, we treated it really well. We have a phenomenal team that as you know, we throw these big events and we've learned mm-hmm. a lot as the events have gotten larger and larger. So we pulled off a great thing and, uh, yeah we have it in the works to possibly do it again next year as a you know uh, as a destination because we're doing like a street parking in the wild tour mm-hmm. where we stop oh, at different locations uh uh-huh. that's cool and just get to meet our members because yeah they get to meet each other in person because they yeah. they make friendships online but I mean you can see that there's these are all groups of individuals and I just think it's so important um but this is enough the, these events really fill people's cups up and because uh-huh. one of the things you know, pros and cons of an affiliate pros, of course, you have people that's the, the biggest thing to say is, Oh, I just need that in-person push. The cons about that it's like, you know, things can get pretty clicky there, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you put too much of your personal issues on others. Yeah. And the lines can get crossed. And they put that kind of expectation as well on owners. Um uh, that is just uh it naturally that happens with owners caring so much about their members. Mm-hmm. We felt like the me and we to talk about this all the time, like this online community allows us to just kind of close the computer. Yeah. You know, and just kind of like check in, make sure everything's good, kind of share what we're, our messaging is, do these meetups, people will kind of fill up their cups and then get back to what it is. Like, but yes. this should only be the part of your day to day. It shouldn't mm-hmm. overly consume your world. You know, yeah. it's not healthy to do that. And one mm-hmm. of the things that we've kind of pitched to a lot of people on our posts where some people are like, "Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. We say... You know, if, and I said this to, on a Savant podcast, I said, if you feel the need to still go to an affiliate, you haven't fully taken control of your fitness and you won't be as consistent as you would like. Yeah. Because if you can truly be consistent at home and are able to find that consistency, you've mastered you've mastered it. With, then of course, like you'll be able to go to affiliate, have fun, get your fix, enjoy it. But nothing's ever gonna get in your way now of getting in your 20, 30 minute long workout and then get back into your day to day there's no obstacles in your way. You don't have to worry about your commute. You don't have to worry about, I can't make it cause my kid's sick. I can't make it because of class schedule. But again, so that's, again, that's not to knock up. you know, mm-hmm. there's so many pros to having an affiliate right. going there. Uh, however, these are the pros to, you know, um, people taking control of their fitness and being part of the online community. And we know that like we do, you know, know that, all, you know, in-person coaching is the best coaching that you can get. And we just try to do our best to fill in the gap with, the, all the coaches that we have on, on on the team and just by putting out as much content as possible so people can do the best they can
0: yeah that's interesting to hear you talk about like the dynamics of like the community and like groups and stuff because and, and you think you would think naturally like oh yeah you're going to get more interaction and and the there won't be as there won't be uh, as many clicks like you know in the gym but i can tell you from experience i've been going to like i usually go to, like a three o'clock or four o'clock class for years and there's still people that I've seen and it's, it's my fault too, but there's some people I've seen like almost every time that I think maybe I've talked to once zero, sometimes zero. Like I, I just never, like, it just, never doesn't, we're just not you know, it's just not a cordial go back and forth. Like they kind of doing their own thing they have their own, like two or three people to hang out with Right. I got my own, like, you know, two or three people I'm hanging out with and it just kind of stays that way. And it's, and like, co- uh, benefit or, um, to the, to the coaches, there's credit. They, they do encourage like, like once a week or like, you know, twice a month, they'll say, Hey, today we're going to be like, Today, our goal is to like talk to one person we have never talked to before, like that those kind of things and stuff. But it sounds like um, it sounds like that. There's there's there may be even less of that on like the street parking side, like the with those with those online communities. It doesn't it doesn't seem so clicky. It feels like everyone's kind of more intertwined and mingling together. That's that's interesting mm-hmm. to
1: hear. Absolutely, you
0: know, and and because the thing is, like in these meetups,
1: you know, a lot of people come and they've never met any of these people in person. They just kind of go and just. I invited one of my friends to it, and that was one of the comments he said. He's like, "It blows my mind that you guys have like about 600 people here that many of them haven't ever met each other, but they just show up." And he's like, "This is freaking awesome!" And yeah. said, um, yeah, I said, "Yeah, I, it's it's amazing, you know." And and they, but they are able to connect over one goal and one mission, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. health and fitness, and that's mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. this is our mission. Their goal here is to. Uh, find the happiness, find um, the enjoyment out of it. And then, um, again, going back and, enjoy, you know, go back to your lives, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think a lot of that does stem from like you and Miranda, like you guys kind of set the tone, like what you've been saying this whole time and it just trickles down. And so you're going to, you're going to attract those kind of like-minded people. And that's what, that's what makes like a, like a happy place for everybody to be, to coexist and stuff. That's, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: you work out a lot in the garage do you get some weird looks by your neighbors or they just come to accept that this family works out like crazy all the time <laughs> you know um
1: our neighbors to the right of us uh barb and steve barb she's like 60 something she's a member oh sick uh, okay signed up for street parking because she saw nice. miranda's mom doing it and i think that inspired her when she to visit her so there's that yeah. Uh, she was That's actually awesome. she signs up for the challenges like the human versus Miranda challenge she's like on my team so it's like super cool to see yeah. that um uh, the neighbors cool. to the left of us they're like a big Russian family and I see them now they will go out in the evening and they'll go and run with their dumbbell walk with their dumbbells they're doing jump rope they started becoming more active they have said well we see you guys and you guys have inspired us and then we did get a call from the city, like, I think a week, couple weeks ago, Miranda, to call, and it was like new neighbors that moved in. And we thought it was so odd because out of the five years that we've been living in our neighborhood, yeah, yeah, we finally got a call. And it was these two right. older um, people that moved in. <laughs> but it just completely backfired because the person that showed up, they thought they're like, oh, we heard you. we just kind of wanted to see if you guys were running a business out of your house. We're like, no, it's just our employees coming to work out right Right. Um, yeah like this is just what we do it's just we get friends yeah. get together we work out and then we uh-huh. go home and she like yeah Miranda showed her at the gym she's like this uh-huh. is dream gym gypsum i have a garage <laughs> uh-huh. gym she's like oh my goodness she's like i'm going to look at you guys program she's like awesome. all right i'm sure going to be like i'm going to go so you have every now and then like that's just to be expected but for us yeah, right it's like we're kind of I know this is an obstacle that people do face and I've seen it on a Facebook page people just feel shy they feel embarrassed they feel they don't like that kind of confrontation or have mm-hmm. that kind of attention towards them mm-hmm. for Miranda and I you know it, it's just been our in in our culture and what we do in life it's like you know what I'm just gonna do my fitness I really don't care who's watching because we do know that there is an impact that does affect the people around you and Neighbors we just branded did a post about it on our community Facebook page saying, like, hey, just so you guys know, this is what we do. We had and then so many people commented on it, like, I can't believe someone would do that. I love seeing you guys hit your workouts. (laughs) Like, can we join you guys sometime? This is ridiculous. Like, keep doing and so they know us now as the the house in the cul de sac that gets after Uh it. And because it's respectful. It's like yeah, we do our fitness from four to five fifteen three monday tuesday wednesday friday saturday mm-hmm. and it's from four to five fifteen those are like primetime hours honestly yeah. lawn care services are louder than we are
0: oh i believe that
1: like the <laughs> and blow- e- earlier it's, too and earlier the lowers the lawn mowers it that's just so much louder and intrusive yeah. than us doing our workout for mm-hmm. a minute so like it doesn't bother me honestly i'm so oh, like, okay. that's good
0: no, that's yeah. cool. That the the uh, the positive feedback from you know most of the neighborhood. That's that's cool. And you're getting like it's contagious too. That's even more cool. Like, it is cool to hear. It's cool to hear. I have a I have like a big old tractor tire that I that I flip, and like that just creates a weird like a weird kind of oh yeah it's noise. Like oh yeah, and I get like every time I do that thing, which is not very often. I probably do that like maybe once a month or something, but I always get people coming out of the house like what in the heck is this guy doing over here? Sure. And so I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's like a, if it's like a noise thing, uh, that, they, that, bugs them. Um, I know, uh, Miranda recently turned 40. So did I, by the way, turn, it, it turned it turned to turn 40 in May. Uh, are you the fittest person in your house? Julian? Uh, I am, but it's, I mean,
1: it's something to brag about. Um,
0: oh, no. oh contraire my friend oh yeah. uh, at the,
1: at the moment i am Yes.
0: okay cool are you uh how old are you uh Julian? i just turned 33 in september holy About moly jeez yeah. you're just a young little lad you're a young lad yeah. oh well, you don't look a day over 42 so that's good um that. no problem. <laughs> no problem um what is the secret sauce for the balance that you find that we've been talking about it a little bit, but the, I, I, I can only imagine how busy your days could be sometimes with running your business and trying to get your workout in, trying to raise a family, trying to be a dad. What's the, uh, because I struggle with that too, sir. That's like one of my, I'm trying to find well, the balance. You know, it just... it's One of the things
1: we don't like truly, we don't share a lot of this stuff on our um, social, but like we throughout the course of all this, you know, we've taken on investment investing in like real estate as well um that those are some of the things I feel like I don't share enough just because it goes back to kind of feels weird to talk about just because it mm. it does take a certain level of you know discipline and finance to kind of be able to dive into that kind of stuff however the benefits alone like it just kind of like I it wasn't that long like that I wasn't there you know mm-hmm. And I've been learning so much through it and like making the mistakes that I've made and but also the amount of Good people that i've learned jumping into that has been really cool it, everything translates to each other you, you 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 respect people for what they do you communicate well um you'll attract the right people to work for you or, and and under you right so mm-hmm. you know we've been able to invest uh in some good real estate vacation rentals and short-term rentals so that was something Miranda doesn't really like doing she went to school for interior design so mm-hmm. it's been helping us a lot when it comes to the renovation of certain properties however mm-hmm. Like i general contract the rest of it and i actually took it upon myself because i wanted to learn i wanted to make those relationships and that way i felt like people care about the project as much as i did because you know those are the things that you learn you know if you make people feel good and show them that you respect them they end up going above and beyond to take care of the things that they're doing for you and so that's been really cool and but it's been a lot to be honest and the reason yeah, it's been a lot. And then we're <laughs> in the processes of, um, opening up a school here in Camus, our own private school. We got approved to open one up and we're really excited oh, about wow. that. Yeah. Yeah. So the key to making all of these things happen is to, mm-hmm. there's a time and a place, right? The mm-hmm. reason why it's a little, it's more just been more sustainable for us in our journey is because we have such a structure set up. We have a team in motion to help, run street parking, right? So Miranda and I, mm-hmm. she has a lot of more day-to-day stuff. Like she she loves programming. So she does 80% of the program for street parking. Mm-hmm. Um, her ideas, she doesn't ever stop coming up with ideas. So I'm like her Robin now to her Batman. It, it, she being the Batman in street parking. And then once certain roles need to be filled within street parking, I'll come in and do them. But for the most part, I've been able to go do that stuff knowing that so many things are being taken care of on this side of the business, right? We found the people that are going to take care of it the way we want it to be taken care of. Now, same thing with these other things. I've built up a, a network of individuals, like a loan officer, a real estate agent, um, contractors, plumbers, like everything that I trust. And I know that if I were to call them, like I have two teams right now working on different properties you know and nice.
0: okay mm-hmm.
1: and it's just a lot of phone calls good communication like for example I bought one of my contractors an iPhone the other day because you know he's Hispanic he's you know new to the States about three years you know and I was like look I'm gonna get you you know uh, good quality stuff so that way yeah. your craft can really shine through you're a diamond in the rough and and same thing over here like I always do my best to give them the best resources available so that way, their jobs can become easier, and they just—they really go above and beyond to do things right. So it's great.
0: That's awesome. That's great. You just need—you just need
1: teams, people, and you can just yeah. see now how branching off to different ventures or businesses happen. Because if you try to do that without having a team, that's when it just mm-hmm. doesn't work. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. You'll just burn out, and you won't have a life of. Like for me, the most important thing is I'll always structure my schedule around our morning routine with the boys and our evening routine with the boys. Like it's, this is set for our time to be with them. And if at any point I wanted to, Hey, I miss my little, you know, I, I want to go see them real quick. You know, my mom's really close by. She's our full-time nanny. Uh, I like I'm going to go see them really quick. Um, but I know they're in good loving hands. You know, so it, you just got to set up a, a structure around your life that works
0: does it ever eat at you if you miss a workout like you miss it no I've gotten to a
1: point where it doesn't I've gotten to a point where I trust in my consistency like so if I'm traveling or something and it's been like two days since I haven't worked out does it suck absolutely but I'm at a point now where I also understand my nutrition enough to know that I'm not gonna what am I missing besides like feel good like of course I love working out it's just part of who I am but I'm just mm-hmm. going to make adjustments to my nutrition to make sure that I'm not feeling like garbage. So then I'll just cut out my carbohydrates for those days and just mm-hmm. kind of shift more higher protein, higher fat, drink a lot of water, uh, making sure I'm getting my sodium intake. Um, but that was also a learning journey and for myself mm-hmm. when I was like, um, there's a responsibility that you have to face when you know speak, uh, speaking to a large community in basics. Right. I'm not like some scientist and I'm not some intense nutritionist there's people that know so much more than but i have i get the gist and and i can have a a conversation with somebody that has this knowledge and learn from them ask the right questions and i can also help the individual who's just starting them so like i just know how to make adjustments based to what i'm doing i'm going to try to get better sleep i'm trying to eat well and then just pick up on the day where it's like cool i'm gonna work out today i love that that's actually great
0: great advice i'm actually take take that because i'm like I'm, I, I do what I don't. Sometimes I'm just like, eh, I'm just gonna make today. I'm missing a workout today. I'm just gonna make it like a cheat day. So I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go ham on the junk food kind of thing. But then it like backfires because you, you don't feel, you don't feel like uh, you don't feel the best as you as you know. But yeah, I think yeah. that's that's good. That's good to like kind of combat the missing the workout with just, uh, you know, combat it with a with on the diet side of it. So it's not so much of a. So much of a lost day especially when we
1: travel too given that you never have these scenarios where you have the perfect setup like you do in your house
0: like Mm -hmm. when we take our
1: trip to disneyland or trips anywhere given that the workouts i'll still have intensive workouts but like you don't know what kind of equipment you're going to have in front of you or whatever so the most important thing during those trips is just to get your fitness in like cool Mm -hmm. so then in trips like that it's when i am going to cut down a little bit more on my carbohydrate intake as opposed to um, leaving it in because that's what makes you feel like shit a lot of the times is Mm-hmm. Like the breads, the the extra carbs, like oh, I feel horrible. Um, you know, you're not using it as much in your workouts, and so. But then when you're back at home, that's when you kind of get back into a flow and a routine, so it balances out.
0: Do you you have like like a street parking hotel bag that you take that you travel? That's like your little, just basic fundamental workout stuff that you take. Like a, yeah. like a, no, nothing like that. You don't have like a. No, because like
1: even like you, the thing is. Even if I needed to get a good workout in, like my go-to bodyweight workout, just to kind of hold me over, is going to be like uh, uh, Burpee Cindy, which is just five burpees, no. ten push-ups, fifteen air squats. You could never go wrong with that, or a something, or you know enough to get you by until you get back into your routine. Because by then you would have found a place that has equipment,
0: right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff. Uh, I know we talked about it last time, but if when my ending on uh because i thought it so interesting i think you talked about on savant's podcast too but the Dis- disneyland food situation uh as an avid goer and i'm going here and again about a month or so at disneyland i know we talked about it a little bit sometimes and i love i love the junk food but you made a good point is that the whole place is just littered with junk food and there's not a whole lot of alternatives if you're trying to be like you know what i'm just going for the rides and the show and i don't want to like destroy my diet
1: um oh, I, the thing is like i you know as we're getting older your body does feel it right you start eating like that junk food and you feel horrible like it just Mm -hmm. especially like if you are in a position where you do eat clean consistently and regularly when you Mm -hmm. take that amount of sodium and that amount of sugar you feel puffy your head hurts it does it's not a feel good you don't feel good and I don't like that so yeah I just get food I know exactly where to go um when you when you've simplified your eating on a day-to-day basis you know exactly where you need to go what grocery store to get exactly the same simple ingredients to eat make your own lunch make your own dinner you know exactly you don't have to worry about where you're going to get snacks for the kids because they eat exactly what you're eating they eat the same meats we're eating they eat the same oats they they eat the same everything so you start you don't stress about that stuff anymore so when you go into Disneyland you just see all these things and a lot of the times when you bec- when you become aware of how they manipulate you as a human which is by <laughs> which is by smell <laughs> right and the I sight know. so the smell you walk around through a churro station or wherever and you're like oh that's so good yeah. of course like your body's going to tell you it, it you're like tasting it essentially so you're like oh my god I feel-. but then you just combat that by taking a bite of an apple with like uh almond almond butter nut pack yeah right right you just defeat. you you just crush that right away when the Mm -hmm. when the kids are like oh i want that because it looks like a mickey mouse ear." of course they want it because it looks like a mickey mouse toy that's just loaded with sugar so you know i think a lot of times when parents are like oh my child it's just so exhausting it's miserable it's already exhausting dealing with kids at the stage that they're in as toddlers and five years old yeah imagine sugar loading them and getting them to a point where they're just overly stimulated overwhelmed naturally by being at a theme park yep guilty like you, you, and then you just become a, a shitty parent because you're yelling at them you're stressed out you it's like well, yes. whose fault is that it? it's it's not the kid's fault it, it's it's the adult's fault correct so correct. that's not to say though that we won't plan like we went to the ultimate hawaiian trail run recently yeah. and knox did the 5k and his thing was hey if we do the 5k buddy and you could do it without without being carried you're Mm -hmm. gonna get a scoop of ice cream he would have got it regardless but we're like you're gonna get a scoop of ice cream on a waffle cone and he he was so amped and motivated to go one so he crushed the 5k and then his reward was we're gonna go get some ice cream and enjoy it and you know as a grown-up who is responsible for a child hey this person it we created an experience around something and now we're going to go enjoy mm-hmm. this you know delicious treat and move on and that but this delicious tree is not part of regular day-to-day life and mm-hmm. it shouldn't be because yeah. th- while people may be in denial or not you know you know what the effects are for the or, or maybe people don't and I think that's the issue they're like why are you saying this to me how dare you like and the reason why i can speak to this is because i remember a specific conversation that i had with miranda where it was around cereal and i was a huge cereal fan she's like i don't think we should like cereal shouldn't be part of our day-to-day and i, I got so offended i was like how could you say that that's such a part of like childhood this and this and, that. and after i had that conversation and i you know chose to actually listen to her side of things and i went through this whole reading a bunch of nutritional and different diets different things but what it comes down to it's like we're associating childhood with eating behaviors Mm -hmm. cereal ice cream soda this which of course they're tasty but our parents were at a disadvantage what we're trying to do is kind of let people know and awaken to we've been manipulated for so long as consumers because of naturally these big food companies have scientists like they have chemists like engineering this food to hit our brain exactly the way it needs to hit you know Mm -hmm. and get the reaction exactly what it needs to our brain to react exactly what how it needs to to love these foods because yeah they are tasty of course Mm -hmm. but in knowing that having that awareness it's like look i'm not going to get it to take an advantage i know of course that if i eat this i'm going to freaking love it and i'm not going to want to stop eating it so but also realizing that I don't want to deprive them of ice cream. Ice cream's good. I don't want mm-hmm. to deprive them of donuts are good. So uh-huh. as opposed to like when I go up to Tillamook to go visit my dad, and I'll take them with me. Like we're going to go to the Tillamook cheese factory after we've done all our things. So it's a memory created around uh, one thing, but it's not part of the day to day. Right, right, right.
0: I like that. Yeah. So like in a scenario, if, it, if you, if you are in Disneyland and they're like, dad, I just, I will, I want that, that Mickey mouse candy apple. What is like, what is like a what what's your typical say, response what i
1: would say is like look buddy um that's a treat we're gonna have this for now we'll get that before we leave like towards the end of our trip like yeah absolutely so we'll get one before on our last day of mm-hmm. disneyland but right now we got to eat you know our, our fruits and, and they love their fruits i mean they absolutely love yeah. fruits mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so it's not a hard thing but it's just been part of how we have approached these mm-hmm. situations so by this time it's not like Knox will eat his little junior scoop of ice cream and he's done. He's not asking yeah. for more. Mm, he's like, that's awesome. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's just that's, how I, approach it. We I both that's approach
0: good. it. That's good too, to save it towards the end because I, I'm actually going to try that because I usually start the day off with like, Hey, we're in Disneyland. Let's have some fun. What's the first thing you want to get? Like, she'll say like, you know what this, and so it's like, she starts off in typical kids, mind is like okay i just crushed that what's next dad i'm already over like we're on to the next street so it's good to be like hey you know we still got to be we still got to be good all day we got to eat our stuff and then like that's the reward at the end of the day common sense it's kind of common sense when you put it that way yeah good stuff julian um any any upcoming up uh upcoming like street parking events or any kind of uh anything that's you want to let anyone be aware of that's that's happening soon
1: uh i mean you know we have uh I mean, it's just ever going. I mean, we, we're planning a street parking uh, in the wild tour that we'll just do pop-up meetups all across the, the country and stuff like that. But that's like, we're, we're phasing, we're planning that out. But the thing is, it's hard to kind of speak to the external audience because a lot of the, the way Miranda and I approach street parking, all our marketing is internal. Mm-hmm. We focus okay. on our community and our members and because the members will then bring the people that feel will fit with our culture and our community. Mm-hmm like if you were a member for so long you know exactly who's going to enjoy street parking because of the messaging it brings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right if you knew a full-time competitor you're like maybe street parking maybe you'll need more volume cool maybe this program might work out for you and when you're kind of ready to tone it back or whatever and like um that's not to say our workouts are extremely challenging and if someone needs that kind of <laughs> structure of programming that is like more like hour and a half two hour whatever uh, approach but we're for us, it's just a piece of the puzzle um, in life. So we do a lot of internal marketing.
0: How do you think that's been number one? the number one way that, or what is do you think the most impactful way that street parking's grown? Has it been word of mouth or is it?
1: It's been word of mouth. It's we don't have a lot of marketing. We'll have our, obviously our private, our social media pages on Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, but mm-hmm. we barely, barely run ads. I don't, I think that cheapens, this is my personal opinion and other marketers yeah. may feel differently, but you know what? I, I can speak to this because it's, we have a success that we could speak of now um we've uh I when you cheapen your product let's just put it this way I, I look at it from point of view when I see somebody cheapening their product you're like well is it really that good mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like we know our value we're not gonna 19 bucks is 19 bucks it's that sweet spot it's not for it's it's affordable but it's also we're not one of those you know products that like you know we have a lot of people that are very successful that use it because of this, the library of stuff that we have to mm-hmm. our platform and the education and everything so
0: we have a lot of past
1: games competitors like that are part of street parking and that has been really cool to see just because of the stages in life they're in um but yeah we don't we do one promo which is like buy one month get one month free in December mm. yeah, that's yeah cool. because we don't like the influx of people in January so we just kind of spread it out. We're like, hey, yeah. you know, but
0: yeah, that's cool.
1: That's it, you know, we yeah. uh, we do a lot of our internal focus. We don't because we don't like chasing people because, you know, mm-hmm. it feels like a quick grab to yeah. be honest, yeah. you know?
0: Well, whatever you guys are doing, it's definitely working, man. It's awesome. Good stuff. Thank uh, Julian, thanks for the time, man. Uh, you're one of the good dudes, man. You're one of the good guys. So I appreciate appreciate our chats, man. It's good stuff
1: absolutely thank you i keep doing what you're doing you know i it's your content content has grown it's funny it's comical and right
0: thanks buddy all right we'll catch you catch you next time see you on the flippity flip there
1: you got it take care man.